lovely listeners. Welcome back to the Indian Shrimp Podcast. I'm your host, Shubhika Singh Chundawat. And as you already know, I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and a psychotherapist currently practicing in India. So now that you're here today for our episode 7, I thought, what can we discuss next? And the one thing that sort of came up in most of my conversations with my clients so far or with my listeners is that a lot of people say that their sleep is an issue and given the times that we are living in the COVID times post pandemic uh, and even the generation you know (laughs) the millennial generation the Gen Z and everyone I think um, sleep is not taken very seriously Um, of course there's a lot of emphasis on uh, self-care and healthy eating habits and healthy eating patterns um, exercising and you know but what people do not realize is that sleep is one of the most crucial pillars of your health and fitness and when I say health and fitness I'm talking about both mental and physical health and fitness So when people talk about self-care to me, often what people miss out mentioning is their uh, irregular sleeping patterns or, you know, their bad sleeping habits. Um, And that's what still, that is what is actually not showing changes in their mental uh, health or their physical health or their overall well-being, so to speak. People, you can do anything and everything right. And if you're not having a good sleep it is going to have its effect on everything be it your appetite be it your uh, you know other biological functions be it your um, you know mood um, or let's say your uh, immunity it affects so much and uh, and it's also also definitely affects how you process stress uh, in your waking life so People often take sleep very lightly or they take it for granted. But I think I always tell all my clients and I am a firm believer personally also that a person who can actually sleep very easily uh, and, you know, have a restful, undisturbed uh, sleep uh, for at least six to eight hours on a daily basis, that person is genuinely blessed and should feel really grateful because that's also a sign of you not having uh, you know stress level or uh, that is that that cannot be managed it is a sign that you're actually healthy it is a sign that you're doing something right uh, in your waking life because of which you can actually you know sleep peacefully at night um, so So without further ado, uh, let's get right into, uh, you know, understanding uh, how to regulate one's sleep and what to do in order to sort of normalize your sleeping patterns. So first things first, I want to make it very clear, I am not going to get into the science of sleep because uh, that can get a little heavy and, uh, you know, that is something that you can get anywhere. what I'm going to keep it as something that is uh, more life skill based, something that can be applied easily, uh, but has to be done with commitment, of course. Um, 
and that's what I'm really here to focus and talk about. So sleep is, uh, as you already know, uh, is a very, very uh, essential biological function. Uh, the major function of sleep is to allow your body and your mind to recharge, leaving you refreshed and alert when you basically wake up, right? Um, and like I've mentioned before also when I started, if you know, if you have a healthy sleeping pattern, it helps your body to remain healthy and, you know, sort of keep off diseases. Uh, it's not just physical diseases. It's also to do with mental diseases. It's to do with mood changes, behavior changes. It's to do with your appetite. It's to do with your body image. And you would be surprised how sleep is so intricately you know, sort of uh, related to so much in your uh, life and um, people often don't realize that. So that's why I'm here and let's get right into it. So have you ever heard of the term sleep hygiene? Uh, if you have, great. If you haven't, then there's something new to learn through this podcast episode for you. Um so just like how we practice hygiene in our day-to-day -day life or let's say, you know, hygiene in terms of dental hygiene or, you know, uh, keeping our rooms clean or, you know, our clothes clean, our bodies clean. So there's there can be different kinds of hygiene. There's also something called emotional hygiene. Of course, that's a different topic that can be covered in some other episode. But today we'll focus on sleep hygiene. So there's something again called sleep hygiene. So what exactly so a lot of times when you go to psychologists or you go to a psychiatrist or when you're having sleep issues or sleep trouble uh, most of the times doctors general physicians or psychiatrists psychologists counselors people will give you a prescription for sleep hygiene uh, when I say a prescription for sleep hygiene it's not a pill that you'll get it's it, it, these are behavioral changes that you have to uh, apply in your day-to-day -day life and be consistent with them to see results. Now, what exactly does sleep hygiene cover? So it's not going to be some rocket science that you've never heard of. These are just general uh, things, uh, general tips that you must have heard uh, from different sources at different times in your life but what is actually happening is that even though you know about them why is it not bringing about change in your lifestyle or in your sleeping pattern is because you're not practicing all of them together the key is that you have to practice all of them together not that okay you use one tip or one pointer <clears throat> at some point in your life and the other pointer at some other point in your life or you're just practicing five points and you're completely ignoring the rest of the five points it doesn't work that way you have to be consistent uh, a and b you have to practice all of them together to see real results okay um, and before I sort of start telling you listing down those pointers I also want to put it out there that it's very important uh, to remember that when we talk about sleep, when we are talking about regulating your sleep or sort of putting your sleep into a certain kind of pattern schedule, it is going to take time to show results. Since it's a biological function, it will take your body some time to get uh, readjusted to your requirements. So give yourself at least 15 to 20 days, at least I'm saying at least 15 to 20 days 
and in those 15 to 20 days you have to be consistently doing those things to see start seeing some effect okay um, I know it sounds like a lot of work but that's how all the good things in life are right even when you first start exercising it is said that you have to be consistent for at least 21 days to begin to see some effect on your body so it's the same for sleep also so any basic biological function that needs to be reset or regulated uh, follows the same principle now sleep uh, you know functions uh, or operates on an internal blood body clock which is a 24-hour cycle clock which uh, we call uh, the circadian rhythm of course you can definitely read up more about it or if you have any questions please drop me a text uh, over Instagram or through my website and I can get into more details but this is more the science behind it uh, so right now in the podcast I'm not going to get into that I'm just going to talk about uh, the the sleep hygiene pointers so the first point is very very basic is that you go to sleep uh, at a fixed time and you wake up at a fixed time so when I say fixed time that means today if you're going to sleep at 10 then tomorrow also you please make sure that you sleep at 10 or you're in your bed at 10 and if you're waking up let's suppose at 6 in the morning or let's say at 11 in the morning then you have that same schedule for yourself every day don't don't you know try to alternate it or don't try to be spontaneous with it that okay one day you're sleeping at 10 and then the for next two days you're sleeping at two uh, in the night don't do that because then your body is getting mixed signals uh, and that is why you are having sleep trouble so this is the first and the most important point please go to sleep and wake up at a fixed time now the variation can happen max to max between 20 to 30 minutes so let's say if yesterday you slept at 10 and today you slept by 10 30 that's fine but try not to extend that because then like I said your body and your mind gets a different signal and it gets very difficult for uh, your sleep to get regulated or reset okay that's one then number two please go to bed only when you're sleepy and so if you lie in bed for let's say 20 minutes and you're still awake um, I, I then it's not going to work okay uh, so in that case so, you know I suggest to a lot of my clients because if you are having already having sleep troubles it's very natural that on the first day itself if you try to practice sleep hygiene it's not going to be like that okay I've decided to sleep today at 11 in the night um, that I will be I will also fall asleep at 11 it may not happen happen because clearly your sleep is not regulated so you might be tossing and twirling in your bed and if that happens then I always tell people to please get up and do something that's a light activity so when I say a light activity it can be something like reading uh, it can be let's say you know sort of uh, uh, something like you know you had to organize something it has to be very very light it doesn't have to uh, be something that uh, requires attention and concentration and most importantly 
make sure you do not end up watching TV or you do not end up uh, sitting in front of a computer screen, responding to your work emails or, you know, uh, doing something that engages your brain. Because when your brain is engaged, the message that your brain and is sending to the body is that, okay, it's time to be awake because I am concentrating right now. Um, so naturally you won't fall, feel sleepy or you won't fall asleep. So the idea is that we have to push. Reading is actually best uh, if, you know, that is something that works for you. Um, just uh, do that where, you know, if you're not able to fall asleep, just get up and do some light activity. If let's suppose you, there are, I have had clients who've said that, no, I'm in a habit of watching something and then sleeping. Then I tell them that if you're in such a, initially it of course it's a drastic change and if it's such a like sort of major habit for you make sure you watch something that is only like let's say 15 minute clip or a 20 minute episode don't go beyond that don't sit down to watch a three-hour movie because that again is very engaging and you'll have more thoughts try and be sure that you don't end up watching um you know series that sort of keeps you on the hook because a lot of times clients are like you know okay uh, so I watched this episode and I was curious to know what will happen in the next episode so I binged watch more episodes that is exactly what we are trying to avoid here uh, so please uh, keep you should be mindful and um, I mean you're the best judge for these things um, how to sort of manage all of these things for yourself all I'm saying is make sure you do something that is light activity and that doesn't engage. The idea is to not make your brain um, uh, get up, basically. We are trying to tell our brain to just doze off and slowly ease into sleep. That's the message that we want to send, okay? The next thing that um, I want to tell all the people, all the listeners, that please do not do anything in your bed rather except for sleeping or making love um, your bed should be a cue for sleeping and it should not be a cue for anything else especially uh, after the pandemic or during the pandemic you know people have gotten into the habit of work from home so there is this whole idea that you know people they, they, they work on their laptops sitting on the bed or they're replying to their work calls on phone or they're talking to someone sitting on the bed or they're, you know, just scrolling through their phone, lying on bed. Have designated spaces in your room for different activities. Don't sit and eat on your bed. Don't read on your bed. Have a separate corner, like a separate lounge chair or a separate, uh, you know, a, a table, study table where you can do all these activities. But when you hit the bed, your brain should immediately give the signal to your body that, okay, now it's time to relax. Uh, so that's, again, very, very crucial, which people, again, don't take it very seriously, but it actually does matter. Um, the next point is that, uh, you know, don't try too hard to get to sleep. Uh, especially don't try to look at the clock don't calculate how much sleep you aren't getting because that will just sort of increase the tension and make it harder for you to sleep okay you the idea is for you to just relax okay uh, just not stress your brain uh, sleeping is basically the whole idea of sleep is to take you away from stress and if you're putting yourself if you're work, working up your body uh, to even fall asleep that's just sending the wrong signal so 
again i as, as i said please don't try too hard to uh, to get to sleep uh, i will of course um, go on and tell you in the next point that what can be done if let's suppose you're having really if you've done some reading also you've done everything and it's still not falling asleep because in the initial days this is going to happen it is going to be that you will have difficulty in falling asleep uh, like I said, it takes minimum 15 to 20 days for you to fall into that schedule, into that cycle. And the first week is the toughest. All right. But you have to just, you know, just stay put and keep trying it every day for it to start showing results. Uh, the other thing that I want to say is that... Um, um, Take a shower before you go to sleep. Uh, initial In the initial days, that's something that you can do, like a warm shower you can take or to relax your body. Or you can do some meditation uh, or you can sort of, uh, you know, do some light self-care activity or you can drink some warm milk before going to bed. That also really helps. Um, um, when I say you can listen to some meditation, some soothing music before going to, don't try to listen to some you know some really like some hard rock uh, music or you know don't try to uh, don't try to listen to music that's actually going to wake you up and put you in the in high spirits to just you know sort of start jumping or start get you all excited again the idea is to relax your body uh, and ease you into the whole process of sleep so listen to something that's more acoustic that's more instrumental let's say whatever that's your taste you know um, uh, up, I mean to each their own uh, but listen to something that soothes you the next and the most important point is that please please do not keep your cell phones or any other electronic let's say your laptops your tablets or any other kind of electronics um, in your room bedroom if you have a television in your bedroom try to not turn it on try to not switch it on and same goes for your electronics because what really happens is that when you're not falling asleep and when you're tossing and twirling in your bed trying to you know fall asleep the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to stretch out your hand and just pick up your phone or your tablet and just start scrolling through social media or start uh, watching something uh, go uh, you know and that's just uh, something that will awaken you or even um, you know even even if you have your phone around make sure you keep your phone on the side table where it's a little out of your reach uh, and practice a little bit of self-discipline um, or you can put like a, a lock on your phone for like you know there are these um, nowadays phones have these uh, you know uh, locks where you know you can set them that okay from this time to this time uh, no disturb so do not disturb kind of lock uh, you can do that for yourself uh, just you'll have to restrain yourself in the initial days um, because that's how you know you're going to actually see benefits um, please please do understand that uh, screen time does uh, sort of affect uh, your sleep patterns and again when you're lying in bed and scrolling through your screens um, you are giving the brain the signal that sleeping the bed is not the cue for sleeping only you can also scroll while lying in bed okay so again like I've already mentioned these points it's just going to be counterproductive for me to repeat them again and again
so moving on oh one thing i wanted to mention is that a lot of times you know some people uh, do say that you know okay so if we have to listen to some music before going to bed or if we have to sort of do some meditation before going to bed how do we keep our electronics uh, off uh, our limits again that's uh, we live in you know the smart times i think everything is possible you can sort of uh, uh, put a you can you can set a timer you can uh, speak to your uh, you know siri alexas or whatever that you're using and uh, it 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 can all be worked out just try not to find an excuse to sort of <laughs> not practice sleep hygiene okay the next point is that please do not drink tea coffee alcohol or any aerated drinks at night like coke fanta energy drinks even drinks like uh, red bull the energy drink like red bull uh, they all have some amount of caffeine in them that can obstruct your sleep cycle so make sure you don't drink that if even if you're drinking then uh, you, uh, i mean once in a while i get it it happens i mean if you're partying if you're out or you're, you're out on a date or something i get that uh, but initial days like i said during the time when you're trying to regulate your sleep in the initial like let's say 15 to 20 days try to not indulge in any of this so that once your body is used to your sleep cycle it should not be a problem but right now we are trying to set it reset it in fact so you will have to be more cautious about these things um uh, the other thing that I also tell people is that try to have a light dinner because that's again very very important uh, try not to have a heavy dinner because if you sleep on a heavy stomach uh, two things can happen one let's say if your food is not digested then uh, you'd have you're going to have difficulty falling asleep you're going to have disturbed sleep where you might have gastric issues acidity uh, all kinds of issues and if let's suppose your body starts the process of digestion then you will not fall asleep because the brain sends the signal to the body in an all or none fashion so if one part of your body is awake and working it's very natural that the rest of your body will also be awake or will not easily fall asleep so either ways it's not a good idea uh, so that is why i'm saying try to keep it keep uh, have a light dinner and try to have dinner at least two hours before going to bed uh, that really benefits because it gives your body time to digest or process the food that you've had um, and um, I think one last thing that I would want to stress on is that if let's suppose after doing all of this also you're having difficulty in falling asleep make sure uh, that room temperature is optimum you have minimum lighting or maximum lighting whatever works for you because each person has a different press preference um, make sure there is no sound particularly sound disturbance around you or uh, and one you know sort of bonus thing or tip that i often give my clients is that um you can also build like a pillow wall safety boundary around you because that sort of gives you a sense of being in the womb and it gives makes you like feel protected or you know and it naturally once you start feeling safe and protected in any environment you will by default start relaxing you'll by default you know not feel anxious on edge and when you're relaxed when you're in a relaxed body state it's very easy to also fall asleep 
so that is why i suggest some clients that you can actually build like a pillow safety boundary or a wall around you all around you and it can easily sort of put you into a sleeping pattern yeah so i think all in all there are not many things to do they are just very basic key things that you can practice but i really hope that you're able to do them consistently with full commitment uh uh, because at the end of the day, you are the one who's going to benefit from this. So I wish you all the best and a very good sleep uh, and a very good health. For more such episodes, stay tuned to The Indian Shrink.